Hello everyone. It's Wednesday afternoon here in San Francisco Bay Area. And good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be. I'm really excited to do the second live here. This is something I'm loving, so I feel like I want to do this every week. Just bring up topics that come up during my conversations with other people, what I'm seeing here on LinkedIn or in other places in the news, because these are the things that are top of mind for a lot of us. And sometimes we want to just talk about it and have a conversation, or really also just think, okay, you're not alone in feeling like this. And what are some of the ways we can get through? So you have probably heard a lot of the layoff news. It just feels like it has been going on and on for a few months now. And while we got a break over the holidays, the things that have been happening in the past two, three weeks, I think are gut-wrenching for a lot of people. And it's it is really sad and it is difficult to understand what each person is going through if you have not gone through it because everybody's situation is different. However, with all of this, if you have sort of survived the layoff, if you were fortunate enough to not lose your job, there's probably things you're feeling too. And I feel like you want to put words to your feelings and articulate that because once you process those feelings is how you're going to be able to say, okay, how do I get past this and focus on what's to come? So if you still have your job, the first thing you felt was relief of not losing your job, because that is one of the most important things for in any person's life. You're probably also feeling a, a little sense of guilt, because I'm sure your friends or other loved ones or even co-workers that you really enjoyed working with might not have been so fortunate enough. So while you have a relief for your own self, you have a sense of guilt because of what's happening around you. And finally, I think this is really important is you probably are also feeling anxious about the future. What is to come? What if another layoff comes? What does that mean for me? How do I keep my job safe? What do I need to do to show that I am really a valuable person and that should be kept here? I think a lot of us are feeling like that. Like, how can I prove my worth? How can I fall below that cut line? And I think it's very natural to feel like this. And I don't have any magic solution for getting rid of that anxiety. But I also want you to think about a few things here. As you're starting to sort of feel that way, if you think about the impact of these layoffs, there is probably the same amount of work that your teams or the company has to do with less number of people unless the entire project was shut. So you probably have more responsibilities coming your way, more scope. And so that is why I want to talk about how are you going to manage the scope that you are going to see in the coming days. There's probably more work, uh, more projects to handle, more teams to manage, maybe more direct reports. It could be any of those things. And your first tendency is probably to say, okay, like, yes, yes, I can do this. Like, I want to prove that I can do this. I want to prove that I'm capable of doing this. It is worth uh, for, for you to have kept me here and I'm going to do this. So there's a lot of things you will probably end up saying yes to. So the first thing I want you to think about is what are you saying yes to? It is important to audit all the things you have either said yes to and are doing 
or are coming your way and you are probably going to say yes. Are there things that you have said no to? Analyze what are those things and be very mindful of how the activities or the tasks or the projects, whatever it might be that you are going to say yes to, how is it conducive to your long-term goals? What are your long-term goals? It is not just about surviving this job. It could be many other things. Is it going to get you the promotion? Is it going to get you the visibility? Is it going to get you the recognition? Because there can be a lot of tasks that do feel important in the moment. But if you take a deeper dive and really analyze them, they could potentially be things that keep you busy and feels like, oh, this is great. I can, I can like do this. I can do this. I can show my worth but they may not necessarily gain you or bring you closer to the goals that you have in terms of leveling up or getting to that next level, getting promoted and so on. So really be mindful of the work that you're doing and how you're going to get to it and what does that mean for your career. The second thing I want to touch upon is what you need to do to scale yourself. Or essentially, you now need to scale yourself. You need to be taking on more things. However, you only have the same number of hours in the day. The maximum number of hours, 24. You can potentially never work that many hours a day. If you're working eight hours, it's like, oh, I'm going to work nine. Oh, I'm going to work 10. I'm going to work 11, 12. Where does it end? So what are the things that you're doing that are holding you back from really scaling yourself and elevating yourself? And at the same time, how can you find the balance between your work and your life. I always talk about creating a fulfilling work life. Your work, your professional life is a key part of your life, but it is not your entire life. So how can you continue to do the things that you love outside of work, meet the people you want to meet, family time, fun time, whatever it is that is important to you. So you really want to take a moment to say, okay, How am I going to scale if I am saying yes to these things because I analyze what it is and it is important for my career. What are then some of the other things that I can do something about? So I'm going to give you an RRR formula. Okay. So hey, I'm jumping onto the RRR bandwagon here. So if you don't know about it, go search RRR. You can search Oscars, right? That's what's going on in the news. And I have the three R formula for you. And you do this once you make an inventory of all the things you do. So take some time to at the end of the week or and do this for two or so weeks and say, what have I been doing? Where am I spending my time? What are the activities, the tasks, things? Inventory everything. And then I want you to start thinking about this. The first R, you want to either, and it actually has three more R's, but you want to be able to either reduce, replace, or remove. So identify what is it that you can reduce. So do less of, but it doesn't impact anything negatively. Replace with something better. So maybe something more efficient, more self-serving. Remove, which means you can essentially deprecate it. You no longer need it. It has served this purpose and you no longer need to do it. So that's your first step, what you want to do. The second one is, What can you make repeatable? And in the process, what can you automate? When you're doing something and you're always starting from scratch, 
Think about creating a playbook. How can you make it a repeatable process that is well understood and can sort of self-serve itself? And then in certain cases, what are the things that you can automate where you don't have to be manually involved? And it could be anything. It could be from creating certain dashboards or queries that automatically feed data. So you don't have to run it every time. It could be something to do with how you're sending out your updates. It could be an engineering automation, whatever it might be. But think about how you might just make it repeatable and make it run on its own. The final R here for scaling yourself is make others responsible or share the responsibility. Now, this is not where you put your work on somebody else's plate. This is where you're sharing the responsibility or you're distributing the load so you don't become the bottleneck. And you're working with a couple of things or smaller teams, you doing a lot of the activities might be okay because you can do it and you're still not the bottleneck. But as you're trying to scale, there are some activities, tasks, responsibilities that if you are the only person doing it, it will slow you down, it will slow the team down. So teach others some of the things. I say teach others to fish and then hold their hand, work with them and then distribute that responsibility so that you are not the one who has to think about doing that every time. And when you distribute that responsibility, also set the expectations on how you expect them and how you're holding them accountable to be responsible so that they can come to you and they can help you help them. So that's sort of my three R formula for scaling yourself and finding balance. The final thing that I want you to think about is prioritization. You probably have heard this about prioritizing ruthlessly. And there is a reason the word ruthlessly is attached to it. Because if everything is important, nothing is important. So when you prioritize, it is going to be painful. That's why it's meant to be ruthless. You have to really see what is it that I need to do now? What is it that I need to drop everything else to do now? So if you're getting a lot of requests coming in or as you're even analyzing what is it that you can go through the three-hour formula or what do you say yes to, what do you say no to, Think about the prioritization because at the end of the day, you will still be left with multiple things on your plate, even when you go through number one and number two step. And analyze what is urgent versus what is important. This is a known framework. It is not something that I have invented, but understand the urgent versus important. Sometimes things that are urgent for somebody else or the person who's making the request to you may not necessarily be that urgent for you, but it might be important to solve. And there's a difference. And so you have to really understand and ask questions on why do you need it now? Okay, what is the impact? What is the timeline? Somebody just comes in, hey, I need to do this. I need to do this. Don't get caught up in that sense of urgency without understanding the deeper details of it. And it is possible that it is really urgent and you need to drop everything else to go do it fine, you can go do it. But then that's where you know that it is urgent as well as important. If it is important, but not urgent, that is something you can share responsibility with others or delegate it. Then there could be some things that you can schedule for like a day later. It may not have to be done right now at the second, but you can do it the next day or next week. And then if it is not urgent or important after your research, hey, that, those are the things you don't have to do. So Taking time to analyze 
the work that's coming your way will actually help you in the long run because it might feel like i don't even have time to analyze but that is where you really just need to be mindful you are in this for the long game you are you have to not just think about the next month six months or a year you want to be able to see how am i going to be able to make impact for a sustained period of time what happens in my career five years from now and here's the thing when you are also making space for yourself by scaling yourself you're going to focus on the more important things things that are conducive to the organization's goals the mission and you will probably able to have a greater sense of accomplishment when you do those things the quality of your work will also be improved it because as you know if you're working on too many things the quality of your work can suffer so now when you think about prioritization and you do a few things but do them well all of those things will be seen by others and so the way to also showcase that you are an important contributor is to work on the most important problems not always the urgent fire problems i mean that will come by from time to time as well but it is on how you showcase that you can do this for the long term and you can prevent fires from happening as well that is what's going to impact how you work and how you even show up as a leader in your role or down the line in your career i hope this was helpful would love to see any comments any questions that you have and i will see you next time thank you so much for joining me and if you want to learn more about what i do and how i help people find their strengths amplify their voice and strengthen their blind spots check me out on www.tpmify.com or just drop me a note on linkedin you all take care and stay strong bye